We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, I will tend to put in more. I, t- I will tend to overdo it. But I, I, to me, it's, it's always, can you kind of like, can you tell the tale of your franchise and not include this player? Yeah. I can do it right? without Vargas. Yeah, I don't know. Can you do and it? Billy Butler to, has a big impact. They though. have to. They have to. Uh, yeah, have a have a playing impact too. It can't just be you know, hey, this was a whatever. Right. They have to have playing impact too. And the numbers back it up. But like Billy Butler, like we booed Cano. Like boo Cano. We booed Cano. Can you tell, can yeah. tell Royals history without boo Cano. It's true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like that really. You're making a good point for Billy Butler. You should be his presenter. <laughs> Beltron and, and Damon. You're like no, that was that was. You, you didn't realize. Almost what you had until yeah, they were gone. They were gone. Like, yeah. Wow. But and, I did with Beltron because I remember doing Royals postgame shows, Josh, during those years. And people would call in and, and people would say, Beltron's lazy. And I'm like, oh, my God. No, he's he's not that lazy. Good. He's that good. Yeah. <laughs> he is that good. He doesn't hustle. No, he's he doesn't. He glides. Freaky of an athlete. He was he was special, man. He was, And he was a great human being, too. Like, I loved Carlos Beltron. I thought he was a great human being. Again. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice, Vargas. Um, and, and so I, I just think Carlos Beltran, not because he was nice. He was a great baseball player. He was unbelievable. And Damon and I were developed by this organization too, right? I mean, we developed some good players here in Kansas City. It's too bad the economics of the game are the way that they are. Otherwise, we could have seen maybe Beltron and Damon play their entire careers here in Kansas City. I mean, think about if the economics of football were like baseball and you had Patrick Mahomes for five seasons and then he went on to, you know, to further his career 10 years as a member of New England or whatever the case may be. We'd be hating that. That's what Beltron and Damon were like. Two great, unbelievable, world-class, game-changing athletes that we had here in Kansas City because the economics of the game, we didn't get to see them realize all of their potential here. And that stinks. Yeah. So I'm voting in four of the six and could probably make the case for the fifth. I'll so. go with Butler, too. So. Who, who would be the fifth? Yordano? Yordano. I mean, I, I won't have a problem if they decide to do it that way. I sure. feel like it's a career that obviously was incomplete. I think there are other ways to honor him at the ballpark, and they have. And you remember him and 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 all those things. I don't know that I would put him in the Hall of Fame just for performance. Just for, Yeah, not not quite. Because there were still some the, inconsistencies there, but you, you knew he was going to be good. But on my right? other side, can I tell the tale of Royals history without your – not really. No. It's hard to, part of yeah. that, so but, I don't have a there, with that one there has to be a, a line, though, between telling the history versus whether or not you were a Hall of Fame player. Because could you tell the Royals' history without Omar Infante? No. I mean, there was a whole, <laughs> whole vote Omar <laughs> movement, Josh. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, right? Right? That's true. That can he's can going you in. tell the Royals' <laughs> history without um, our Johnny guy, Gomes? Johnny Gomes? Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. No, I know. You can't do that. I know. So you can, can vote at Royals.com. Yeah. Who else could you tell the Royals history without that's not a Hall of Famer? Like Alcides Escobar. Can you tell the Royals history without Alcides Escobar? No, no. Is he a Hall of Famer? I'd have to look at that position. I mean, are, are, I'm are, also comparing that position to others in franchise history. Yeah. He might be up there. He may be. He may yeah. be. But I mean, like, like you know, Lorenzo Cain's going in. 
You know Hosmer's going in. You know Salvi's going in. You know Moose is going in. You know Gordo's going in, right? That's five right there from that world championship. That's your core right there, right? And you know, Wade Davis, does he meet the qualifications that he have 300 innings pitch with the Royals? He may not. Wade Davis may not meet the qualifications what? of getting in. What? Did he pitch 300 innings? Well, no. I, right? Holland? Did he pitch 300 innings in, 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 with the Royals? Does he have to get in on a special vote? He's going to have to be in on like that veterans committee because you can't tell the story of the Royals in 2015 without Wade Davis. Right. Can you add up HDH's total innings to get to 300 or not? I don't know. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> they probably don't have 300 innings combined. I mean, right? So when you start to look at stuff like that, do those guys get in? Mm. Because with the Royals in... Five years, Wade Davis. Oh, yes, 360 innings in five years. Thank God for those With few spot starts. Yeah. Wow. So Wade Davis will be in. Yeah. That was good forethought of the of the Royals to try to stretch him out. And Josh, in that first year. Starting pitching. 2013, he logged 135 in a third innings. That gets him in the Royals Hall <laughs> okay, of Fame. All right, good. Because in 2015, that year that he dominated, right? He pitched 67 in a third innings. Oh, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Those, the year before, he pitched yeah, 72. I, I know, I know. And then in 2016, he only had 43 and a third. So if he doesn't get those, like if he doesn't become a starter when he arrives here, a failed starter, he's not eligible for the Royals Hall of Fame. <laughs> I guess they have a special, a special uh, reliever. Oh, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Vote. Or it's an or, not and. Three seasons... Oh, no, it says three seasons and accumulated a minimum of 1,500 plate appearances or 300 innings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's got the seasons. Thank God they used him as a failed starter. Otherwise, he wouldn't meet the qualifications to get into the Royals Hall of Fame. Okay, good. Can you tell the Royals history without Ben Zobers? No, but he's not eligible to be a Royals Hall of Famer. So you can tell the story, but I think at times we forget, like, Hall of Fame is the greatest of the greats. Not just, you know, pretty good. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty open. I yeah. kind of like give give them all, put them all in. Yeah. Well, you might as well. I mean, what are the Pittsburgh Steelers thinking today with Franco Harris? Yeah. Put somebody in in Pittsburgh. Do you know the Pittsburgh Steelers only have one retired number? That's and it's insane. Jack Youngblood. It's crazy. That's ridiculous. They always value though. We're bigger than the play. No, you're not. You're, you're, you as an organization, you're only as good as your players. No Terry Bradshaw. Terry no Bradshaw's number than Swan. Nobody on no, those no, defenses other than Mean Joe Green. Yeah. yeah. Jack Lambert. Nope. No, none. Nope. None of them. Young Blood That's is weird. the only number that is retired by the Steelers. Weird, weird, weird. That is strange, man. Let's look at this week's uh, power rankings. The uh, the Chiefs, of course, had a closer than expected call uh, last week with the uh, the Houston Texans. It doesn't seem to have docked them much in the uh, the the power rankings. Uh, NFL.com still the uh, the lowest of the low at uh, number five. They've kept the uh, the Chiefs at number five this week. Uh, they're right up. The Chiefs continue to stack wins against lesser opponents, but their sloppiness with the football is an issue to keep an eye on. No doubt, can't can't really argue with that. Uh, they are behind the Bengals at four, Bills at three, Niners at two, and the Eagles at number one. Uh, ESPN held firm on the Chiefs at number two in this week's poll behind the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. They remain, actually, uh, they dropped the spot. I'm sorry. They dropped from two to three. Bills up from three to two. Uh, they listed the pleasant surprise of the team, each each NFL team this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, ESPN listed Jerick McKinnon yeah. as the pleasant surprise. 
McKinnon's become a valuable member of the Chiefs offense, plays on passing downs because he's the team's most trusted pass protector and accomplished as a receiver. He's third on the team in pass receptions. Did we think about that? Wow. He's third in receptions with 46, tied for second with six touchdowns. That's crazy. Your third leading receiver is Jarek McKinnon. That's right. Folks. Yeah. Well done. Pound for pound. Got to be the toughest team. Oh, God. That guy, I love that guy. I just love See him out of pads. Play. He's just tiny. Uh, the Athletic has the uh, the Eagles at number one, and they have the Chiefs remaining at number two. How much cause for concern should there be that Patrick Mahomes could complete 36 of 41 bass attempts, have his best percentage career day, yet still took Kansas City overtime to beat the Texans? Yeah, I know. We're all there. Mm-hmm. We're all there. They have the Bills at number three, Bengals at four, and the 49ers at number five. And Pete Prisco, let's check in on him. He always hates the Chiefs. Let's... What does he got going on? Besides hating the Chiefs? Yeah, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Pete Prisco at CBS has the Eagles one, Bills two, Chiefs actually up a spot to number three. Okay. He had bonus points for that, I guess. <laughs> Somehow, some way. The Chiefs are at number three in the Prisco poll. Uh, time for this week's random power rankings. You can weigh in on yours as well at 913-586-7610. It is the week, so why wouldn't we power rank our favorite holiday movies? There you go. We all like Christmas movies, right? Absolutely. All right, B-Dub, what do you got for us? Uh, number four would be Christmas Vacation. Number three, This Christmas, a classic that me and the family, we always sit down and watch all the time. Number two, of course, Ralphie and a Christmas Story. And my number one. Like I said, you're very fast, Argon. <laughs> you mind if we hear some tunes? Hey, that'll work. Christmas music. This is Christmas music. The one and only, the greatest Christmas movie of all time, mm. Die Hard, mm. comes in at my number one. What say you, Josh? Uh, number four for me, Christmas Story, and it used to be better before they did Blitz You with the 24 Hours of. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. I've had absolutely. enough of that movie. I know. I like the remake, the, the, the sequel that they just released on HBO Max. Really good. Really, good. I mean, it was it's it's still really good, but they did overplay it again. Got to mm-hmm. be careful with that. They're getting close on my number three, which is Elf. Yeah, it is. It is a little too much at times played. I think uh, you don't want it. You don't want to wear it out because they're doing twenty four hours of Elf now. Correct. Too, and I, Correct. Uh, I still have not seen Elf. You have not seen Elf. Wow, I love look at Will you. Ferrell, and I am not ashamed He's- to say. He's really good. Man. It's really good. He's really good. Do man. yourself a favor. You got a week off coming. Watch. He's the bigger than movie. all the other elves. Yeah, he Dub. is. It's, 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 it's funny. It's great. Yeah. He's just, he eats the little elves. He's just dopey. Uh, number two, uh, Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Classic. I mean, I wouldn't eat that Jello, but whatever. And uh, number one, I'm with Dub. It's got to be Die Hard. <laughs> Security guard to be missed. Usually tied up and he's growing fat on a pension. No, no, this is something else. This is something else. There's so much proof it's a Christmas movie. I don't I don't I don't understand the people that 
debate this thing. Well, it's at a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Argyle's rocking his beat up mentioned in the in the limo. House mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas in the house. You have Hans Gruber right there saying, ho, ho, ho. It's a Christmas movie. No debate. Right. No debate. Now that you guys are done trolling about what Christmas movies are, <laughs> I will give mine. Number four, Home Alone. I'm, I'm finding that movie to be better and better the more that I watch it. Like, I'm back into it because the kids have, you know, watched it. And I find myself watching Home Alone. I feel bad for that old guy next door, man. Don't be like that old yeah. guy. Make make up with your family. Make up with your loved ones. You may lose them. Who knows, man? So Home Alone comes in at number four. Number three, it's one my wife and I watch all the time. Love Actually. I love that movie, man. It's it's about uh, from 2001 or two, maybe. Maybe 2003. It's very old also right now. Hans Gruber. Yes. Yeah, Hans Gruber's <laughs> yeah. in there. Hans Gruber is yes. in this. Yes. I mean, check it out. Yeah. 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 Really, really just a fun movie, man, about love says, of the holidays. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. He does not say ho. that in Love and Actually. And then he's no. yippee-ki-yay. Oh. Nope, not in love, actually, either. Uh, Coming in at number two. the glass. Number two is Elf. I do love me some Elf. And the number one movie for me is Christmas Vacation. Yes, officer, it seems my husband's been abducted. The man was was wearing a blue leisure suit, and the plates were from Kansas. He was a huge, beastly, bulging man. And also, we come to learn, Randy Quaid wasn't acting. No, no, that's really him. That was just him. Yeah. Uh, you can weigh in on your favorite uh, holiday movies at 913-586-7610. It is our random power rankings today. What's the worst play in Kansas City history? We'll discuss next. This is Fesco in the Morning. Preferred two to one over other competing dentists. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I mean, who didn't request this at 913-586-7610? Becoming one of my favorite Christmas songs by the minute, man. It really is. I've been listening to it a lot lately. Take your music, tag your name, you get the credit. Our buddy Jayhawk for Life hit me up at about 3.30 yesterday afternoon. He wanted to hear the greatest Christmas song of all time. He wanted to be taken right into Nakatomi Plaza where that Christmas party was going. He wanted Run DMC. He wanted Christmas in Hollis. You got Fesco in the morning. Let's ride. All right, man. Jayhawk for Life also sending us a message last night. There's a book out now about the KU ticket scandal. I'm a little disappointed nobody's reached out to us prior to talk about this. Stocking stuffer. Yeah. I'd be interested to read that. It's $11 on Amazon or something. I'd be interested to read all about that. If there's behind the scenes stories, was it Blue Ball who was doing all the the stuff over there? They get jobs afterwards, like an accounting firm hire them. I don't know. Buy the book. Find out. Yeah. I got Find out how the story ends. How does it end? Uh, 913-586-7610. Where's Rodney Jones? Some weighing in on your favorite holiday movies. Bad Santa. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Yeah. That was my pop's favorite movie. Scrooged. Haven't seen that one in a while. Um, I have never seen um, Miracle on 34th Street. Watch the old one, the black and white version one. It's good. And I've never watched It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen it. So I, well, right, I, I, never I think, seen either one of them. I think I've, I actually did a couple years ago watch It's a Wonderful Life because I think we had nothing else going on. I'm like, I've never I know seen you're supposed this movie. To, but I never have. I think I those, have. One of those you're supposed to have watched it. No. Yeah, yeah not going to. Um, Is that one the one where they yell around and go, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night? Yeah. There's a kid with a crutch or something. Yeah. And a turkey. Um, Please, sir, can I have some more <laughs> porridge? Please, uh, my Grinch. family needs porridge. Various in, in incarcerations of the Grinch. Yeah, a I'm lot of people had the Jim, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, Jim Carrey as the Grinch is pretty. The Grinch pretty is just doggone mean. good. Is Sue Ellen who hot? Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, Polar Express. Polar Express isn't bad, yeah. Jingle All the Way. That's good. Friday After Next, classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trading Places. That's a good Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, don't start. Trading Places, good one, yeah. Don't start. Yeah. Does anybody <laughs> even eat porridge anymore? Someone get the British lady some porridge. Yeah. That comes in as well from the well, yeah. yeah. The British lady needs porridge. Yeah. People in London probably eat porridge, right? They wake up for a bowl of porridge. <laughs> I love this one. I've never seen Christmas Vacation or the one where that kid sticks his face on a light bulb. It's a tongue. That's great. That's great. I was like, I don't even know what these are. Would awesome. anybody have known to put their tongue to a light pole back no. in the day if we didn't no. see that movie? No. And how many of us tried that? All of us. All of us did, right? Raise yes. your hand if you tried that. <laughs> First Blood <laughs> is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> That's so good. 913-586-7610. What about Rocky Four? That took place in the snow out there in Siberia where he punched stakes like, and carried that's, logs. That's is that America a Christmas movie? Sure. Yeah. Sure. That's an American movie. You have been watching this uh, 
Raiders Patriots play like obsessively have you not I have how can you not it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in sports it's the worst play in NFL history right I mean everybody's saying it's the worst play in NFL history one, right I mean there are bad plays that happen all the time but nothing like that. Not, that that was just like the, idiotic. Not of the brain fart magnitude like this one. There's some yeah. great there's some great plays and great finishes to games. I mean, we're we're not talking about Bart Scott's idiotic comments. We're talking about the play itself. Because if you're talking comments as well, well, Bart Scott's preseason comments on the Chiefs make the list of worst things ever. Uh, but that play on Sunday was I mean, I'm still looking at that going, what were you thinking, sir? Did that guy have any concept of where they were in the game? Like time left, score, any of that? Like literally just go down, we're going to overtime, right? This jackass decides he's going to try to throw a pass backwards 30 yards there's, to Mac there, Jones. I mean, but there's really no excuse to be good enough. You're just like, I, I man, I, I brain farted. That's all he got. I, mean, I don't even know that it's a brain fart. He, it's said, an, he just said, didn't I, know. I thought, I, I thought we were trailing. I mean, you would have said, well, look at the scoreboard. You know, I mean, there's nothing you can say that can make it better. It's just I the don't worst. It's understand just the worst. how players don't know the score, the count, the time left, like the basic stuff that you need to know. How can you be that dumb? Because that's dummies right there. That's a dummy play. There's no time left. It's tied. You're going to overtime. Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this ball. And I'm going to throw it 30 yards behind me to the quarterback who's clearly not paying any attention with a big defensive lineman standing there because that makes sense. Well, you got to get it back to the quarterback so he can throw it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's right. Throw it, throw it forward he's already. Our throw, yeah, he's our right. normal thrower guy. Mm-hmm. So we try to go to him. Right. I mean, that, that was like watching people who have never seen the game of football play football. So dumb. Really bad. So funny. So what would be the worst play in Kansas City sports history? Yeah. You put it out there I on did. Twitter last night. Mm-hmm. A lot of debate. What would you find out? Well, there, there's a lot of debate. Number one, a lot of people still weighing in on not sending Alex Gordon, right, and and, and that play. And then people are going back and forth where, you know, he, he could have been thrown out. Like, we'll never know the answer for that. I, I, to me, it's that not the, play. That's not the worst. It's just the most It's the deb- most debated. It, yeah. It'll be, it'll be the most debated. The yeah. Line left center field. Blanco will play it, and he goes by him. Alex around first, on his way to second, around second, on his way to third, and he will stop there. It's a great play. It's it still is. a great play. It's a great call, play. I wouldn't call that the worst play. The most debated, like, should he have been how, sent? How it would end play, right. but I wouldn't call that one the worst. And that's the best part about that that conversation with that Alex Gordon play is you just don't know. So we could sit here and debate it all day of what you think is going to happen, mm-hmm. what I think was going to happen. I still think if Alex Gordon was hustling out of the box, we may have a well, different story. That guy there, that guy wasn't there. He was at spring training. That's right. The hustle Everybody guy didn't show up yeah. for, the, uh, for the regular season. But it's game seven of the World yeah. Series. You got to hustle on everything. Yeah. He didn't hustle out of the box. Uh, mine... I mean, it wasn't like ultimately impactful, impactful, like in a big game moment or whatever. But to me, my worst play in Kansas City history was um, was Ken Harvey and and Jason Grimsley. Yeah. Crespo hitting 178 is up there right now. Three walks and a hit in this inning. There's a bouncing ball. Ken Harvey charging and a collision with Grimsley. Unbelievable. And I think both of them are hurt. Oh, my. That will score another run. It's a three to two game. And what a crazy play that one was. Oh boy. Ken was going to come home with the ball to try to get the runner at the plate. 
And he ran right into Jason Grimsley, and they are both still down. Ah. I don't think Grimsley's moved. Both trainers, Nick Schwartz and Frank Kite, <laughs> went out to take a look at the two players. Uh. Boy, oh boy. Uh. <laughs> that didn't sum up the Royals in a nutshell. I mean, it was right? just a, yeah, you, you might as well play Yankee Sacks or anything. <laughs> and the fact that it was Bob Davis and Paul Splitter, they'd made it better. Yes. So they're like, oh my Absolutely. goodness, how does this possibly happen? Yeah, you the know? fact that Bob and Split Bob were on the call. Fantastic, yeah. 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 Boy, yeah. oh boy. So I mean, Oh my, what, what do we got? That here? was just such a <laughs> terrible play. I mean, I mean, That's going to score a couple more yeah. runs. I'm trying to throw home and they run into each other. Nobody I mean, signified bad Royals baseball more than Ken Harvey, though. I mean, the man got stuck behind a tarp. He threw a ball he in a, somebody's face, got hit in the back like a sniper got him. A couple I mean, of tough plays for, for Ken. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. He, he, you know, tough, tough plays or that's who he was. I don't you know. Yeah, because you, I, I tend pay. to think when you have three like plays like that in your history, <laughs> it's who you are. Like mm. who? Nobody else gets stuck behind a tarp. Mm. <laughs> he got hit by wasn't it wasn't it Matt Stairs, the master of the skullet that just beamed him right in the, the back, back, knocked him out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing it. Oh, it's so good, Ken Harvey. Ken Harvey just makes the list of like, oh, I mean, come on, man. Like the, the the guy got stuck behind a tarp. That's all you need to know about Ken Harvey. And who's not picturing Tony Pena running down there? On the tarp, pushing against the wall, the trying try to move the tarp. <laughs> Better free him. <laughs> we had to extricate him. <laughs> we got to free Ken Harvey. The tarp just, ate him. Just, I mean, gross. just, just peak Royals baseball, right? Ken Harvey, like, if somebody was going to say pick one player other than the world championship years to truly describe Royals baseball in a nutshell. Poor Ken. Ken Harvey yeah. is the poster yeah. child to describe the awful era that was of Royals baseball. Who sums it up best? Well, we got a guy that got stuck behind the tarp, got hit in the back, dropped like he was hit by a sniper, and threw a ball in a pitcher's face. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Ken Harvey. One, One guy. guy did all of that? Yes. Yeah. And if you didn't live it and see it with your own eyes, you're not believing what we're saying oh, right now. Because oh, that's man. almost 20 years ago. Yeah, you never knew what you were going to get when you tuned into the Royal Sports Television Network. Yeah, RSTN, RSTN at it all. I mean, <laughs> Bob and Split. Hijinks. Yes, I mean, did. Bob and Split was just like, oh, gosh. But the one that, that to me, that made the list unanimously as the worst play in Kansas City sports history is this one. Tom Brady. Chiefs with two deep safeties. Brady takes the snap. Retreats into the pocket. Fires it near side. The pass deflected and intercepted. It is intercepted. Now lost out of bounds. But the Chiefs should have the ball. Traverius Ward has it. But a penalty offside on Kansas City is going to neutralize it. Traverius Ward at the interception is going to go away. Offside. Defense number 55. Lined up in the neutral zone. The five-yard penalty will replay third down. D. Ford trying to get an advantage. Lines up in the neutral zone, and New England gets a gigantic break. I wasn't as mad in the moment as I I've wasn't been either. Yeah, I've gotten it's, angrier. It, yes, this one is aged poorly. It really has. <laughs> I feel like I wasn't as maybe which is it went too fast in the moment. Like, wow. Well, it was and also then, new for us and too. Then the impact of it all, and heck, Clark Hunt the next year. Yeah. Like addressing the team, and we were six inches away. Yeah, yeah. Andy, Andy saying it. They ship it, like the whole thing. Like right, the impact that it went on, the life it carried since, mm -hmm. the immediacy of it. 
makes that one just hard to hard to get over. Well, because it's a dumb penalty too. Like lining up in the neutral zone, look where the ball is and make sure you're not ahead of it. It's not that hard. It really isn't. Like lining up offsides on defense. Like you've seen nose tackles line up offsides. The ball is literally right underneath you. Was I? Yeah. Yeah, you you were, sir. You Was were. Was I? Yeah. yeah, you were offsides. You were offsides. You were offsides. Yeah, so that's on you. Back Continue up. Continue to weigh in at 913-586-7610. Your that was the runaway winner. KC play. One that has not aged well for me, though, is Tyree Keel going out of bounds. Well, I don't want to get into everybody that ran short. Of the, who was that dude who used to run short of the sticks all the time? He pissed me off. Oh, Deuce McAllister? No. Same name. Dexter McCluster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just get past the sticks, man. Yeah, we don't, this was the championship. We'll drive ourselves game. crazy. Uh, Bob and I have our next great sports idea. We need to get to that next. The home for Legend Bob. Legend Bob, he's an expert on rubbing balls. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. What do tigers dream of when they take a little tiger snoo? Do they dream of mauling zebras or Halle Berry in her catwoman suit? Well, don't you worry, a pretty striped head. We're gonna get you back to Tyson and your cozy tiger bed. And then we're gonna find our best. I can't say I know what this is. 913-586-7610. You request the music on a way back Wednesday. Tag your name to get the credit. <laughs> Our buddy Big T from the Lou. He wanted Doug's song from the original Hangover. So looking for their best friend, Doug, right here on Fesco in the Morning. There you go. Nicely done by you. The Hangover was good. I can't say the same about Hangover 2. I don't think I really invested myself into that one. But the first one was good. The Hangover also, to me, and, and maybe I'm wrong about this. I, I very well could be. and You guys may tell me. But that's like one movie you just watch it once. You don't need to go back and watch it again. Am I wrong on that one? Have you multiple hangovers? Oh, I have multiple yeah. hangovers. Yeah. yeah, you have. Okay. Yeah. I feel like th- I've only watched it one time. Like I was like, all right, that was great. I don't need to see it again. Maybe I should go back and watch it. I don't I, know. It's I've pretty kind good. Of blended the stories though. At yeah. some point, you're like, you're like, I don't remember. Well, they've I've got been... this baby that eats a tiger, right? And they kind of all they're similar, kind of, and they all kind of intertwine. And I, I, I couldn't differentiate now between them. You know. Yeah. The, the third one is trash. Oh, there's a third one. Oh, Oh, yeah. too. John I, Goodman's in that one. Uh, I don't Trash. need to see a third one. Thin John Goodman or Fat John, fat John Goodman? Goodman. Okay. Mm. Mm. Pre um, the Connors or was it during Pre the, the Connors? Pre the Connors. Okay. Yeah. And do not invest any time in that one. I didn't plan on it, but thank you for the uh, absolutely. For the <laughs> absolutely. That's what I'm here for. Uh, some other plays that uh, get under do. get under your skin. Someone uh, texts in uh, Marcus Mariota. Throwing the pass to himself is yep. a play I'm still not sitting right with me. Yeah, that one came in a lot last night, too, on the Twitter. The uh, Mariota Jamal play. Charles fumble against Denver. It was a regular season game. Eh? Whatever. Uh, someone says, D Ford's very frustrating, and that thing really ticks me off even more that Frank Clark's done it multiple times this season. Well, he got called last <laughs> week for it. Yeah. yeah. Every t- but every time someone else lines up offsides, how do you not think of D Ford? No, you, I do you it every single automatically time. do. Yeah. Like going, oh, come on. Well, how, do, how come every time Didn't somebody learn- misses a field goal, you don't think of Lynn Elliott? Yeah. It's the same did, thing. Did we not learn our lesson with D Ford? Line up off- onside, please. Yeah. Come on now. Let's go. It's not that hard. Fisher holding Harrison. He didn't hold him. That was not a play for us. That was a bad call by, oh, wait, Carl Cheffers. Oh, that was Carl Cheffers. That was mm, Carl who decided odd. to do that. Not surprisingly, Cheffers mm. got a call wrong. Mm. Mm. 
Someone says the worst play in Chiefs history was that year no receiver caught the touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's just really hard to do. Thinking, looking back at that, like that was that should be celebrated more. That is a really tough thing to do. Hey, Carl. Yeah, Carl. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Carl. Andrew Luck picking up his fumble and taking it in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, that was bad. I, I think in order to be like, you know, one of these plays we're talking about, unless it's of the magnitude of that thing in Vegas the other day, like, it has to be a playoff game because you can recover from the regular season miscues. You got plenty of games to do that. It's those postseason miscues yeah. that are just so hard to recover from. Forward progress. I'm yeah. Enough said. Enough Forward said. progress. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, join us Friday the 13th of January. That's right. Cinderblock Brewing, North Kansas City. That's coming it's up before gonna, you know it. It's not going to be like a bad Friday the 13th. It's going to be a great Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on out. 6 o'clock. We'll be tapping the playoff Pilsner. For the upcoming postseason, join us for the party at Center Block Brewing, North Kansas City, Friday, January 13th, starting at 6. We will tap that playoff uh, Pilsner. Uh, you and I have come up with our next great sports idea. Yes, that nobody will okay. take and then look at us yeah. like we're morons. Yeah, right. Well, we can't do that. Yeah, you should. You should, though. You actually can. Um, you can do anything so you want. If you look around the sports landscape today, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, we have K-State basketball today with a 12-30 pregame and a 1-30 tip-off. Why? On sports Radio. On a Wednesday, they're going to play at like one thirty. Why? I so supposed to uh, jumpstart your holiday to get it done. But there's a lot of day games today in college basketball. In college basketball, send kids home for the holiday. I guess. Okay, I get that. That's fine. You can, you can play a day game, get the hell out of town, be home for a couple of days for the holidays or before you got to get back are to home work. and might catch yeah. it. I don't know. But there's a lot of day basketball. Today. Is somebody sitting down to watch a basketball game at one thirty today? I mean, I don't know. I just think it's an odd time on a Wednesday. Like, I know, I know schools are know. out, but there are people still working. You know, we still got a couple yeah. of days no, to go before Christmas. Um, this isn't – I can see next week maybe. Going to be, it's going to be sick. I, I'm ready to sit down. There's a, there's a Iowa women's and men's doubleheader today getting at noon. Well, look at you. <laughs> wow, you so, got the pizza ordered some already. dorks will watch basketball yeah, today. Will. Yes. Yeah, okay. You will. All right. That's so, fair. Hey, look, I was watching the Devils last night screaming at the TV, and my wife is like, you're getting a little hostile, aren't you? I'm like, well, we haven't won in a while. It is weird because yesterday as we were uh, going in and out of the studio, Cody Gold come in, and normally I jump on with them on Wednesdays, chat a little cheese, and they're like, can we do it on Thursday? Go, yeah, whatever you need. And they said, did you realize there's K-State basketball tomorrow? Like, nope. No, I did not. Uh, but then I looked around like the schedule. There's a bunch of day games today in college basketball. Who does K-State but, play today? Um, I mean, it's – it. I, let me look. The, I the, the opponent does matter for this exercise, I think. No, because I don't think anybody's really playing anybody. That's what I'm saying. They're wow. just, they're That's just exactly games. my point. They're just games. That's why I want to know who is Radford today. K-State, why do we need this game? <laughs> Honestly, why do we I, need I, K-State yeah. versus Radford well, at 130? I mean, it's the Highlanders coming in. Can somebody so. explain to me why we need that game instead of doing something better? Because K-State, Radford... That's a big turd. Any game today is a turd. Let's do something that's better. Okay. That has more fun. Okay. That has more intrigue. All right. And has a little cheddar on the line. Yeah, we're going to pay people to play this. Yeah. We're going to pay people to play this. It's our next great idea. We'll get to it next. Keep listening to Fesco in the morning. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio.
Don't drive. Oh, oh. Don't drive under a truck today. Why not? All right. Just Have you careful. ever done that? Just be careful when you're uh, when you're merging. Have you ever driven under merging. a truck? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, you do it all the time just for fun. Well, I mean you you've had shared some you know stupid driving stories from your day. I figured maybe you no, went under never, a truck. Never once. tried that one. With Have tree. you ever drive under a truck? With a tree on Not the top? lately. No. no. Would you rather drive under a moving truck or the Independence Avenue Bridge? Independence Avenue Bridge. Yeah, I would too because I'm not stupid. That's I can see right. that you know my car can fit yeah. under there. Yeah. Ten feet. Ten feet, people. You request the music. Nine one three five six. Are you looking at the text line? <laughs> Did we all read the Turn same text it. at the same time? <laughs> we don't know the answer to don't your know. question. Don't know the we answer don't know. We don't even know what the actual <laughs> word is. I think is. it's junky. Junky, yeah. Sports But I think it's junky. supposed to be junky, right? Don't, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Donkey. Not a sports donkey, no. Let me run. Uh, who requested uh, this today? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sports junkie? I don't know. Uh, T. Pratt hit us up. One little Lindsey Buckingham holiday road. Good song, man. Get you in the holiday spirit. So we were talking a little, little college troops because today a, lot, a bunch of day games, weird ones. K-State's taking on Radford today. And One. somebody on the text line pointed out they wanted that basketball revenue, so they bowed out of a bowl game yeah, today. That may be the case. I don't know. <laughs> they take on Radford today at 130 here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, but there's all kinds of gems going on. There's a 10 a.m. game today. Who we got? Coppin State's hosting James Madison. Okay. At least I've heard of those At schools. 11, Moorhead State's taking on Alice Lloyd. Now, I can honestly say I've never heard of Alice Lloyd College. Mm-hmm. It is located, because I looked it up now, Pippa Passes, Kentucky. Ah. It is a private, nonprofit, four-year school that was founded by Alice Spencer Geddes Lloyd I would and June Buchanan back in 1923. We're looking at the centennial coming mm. up next year for Alice Lloyd College. And they had a ta- team who knew. Georgia State's taking on Tacoa Falls. Why? Liberty's... Facing uh, M A C H R. <laughs> I don't even know what that Who? stands for. M A C H R. Mac Human Resources, I believe. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Struggling. Why are we? What are we playing these, are these like, games? These for? are like early in the day games, man. What a waste of everybody's it's time. Heat up around noon when Louisiana Tech plays host to Jarvis Christian. Who? Jarvis Christian. Yeah, this is stupid. Struggling. What a waste of time. Like, and then people are going to pay money. That's on you if you go to watch these things. Like, if you're going down to watch Moorhead State play Alice Lloyd College, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awful. That doesn't sound entertaining on any level. Mm. So instead of these stupid games, because they're stupid games, K State playing Radford's a waste of everybody's time. Correct. Correct. Moorhead State playing Alice Lloyd College is a waste of it. Like, as a player, you're not getting better playing Alice Lloyd College. You're just not. You're not. I wouldn't think. There's nothing. Like, now, if you want to send your kids into holiday break feeling good about themselves, hey, man, great win. We beat up on Alice Lloyd. You going back to you going back home as a player at Moorhead State and bragging to the locals that you guys beat Alice Lloyd three days before Christmas? I'll tell you what, man, that Alice Lloyd team, they, they gave us fits. No. no. We were on their head. Who did you Alice say Lloyd. Liberty was playing? M A R C? M A C H R. M A C H R. I don't even know what it stands for. How'd you, a, how'd you do? They have a uh, they don't even have a logo. You know, like all these teams have logos. If right. you've heard of them, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. yeah. Well, son, welcome back from college. How how did your semester go? Well, we yeah. played M A C H A D F G H I J K M O P. Mac Mac Human Resources Department. So we've decided that we we've got a way now to make this better because this is a, this week and next week are the perfect weeks where you have a captive TV audience. A lot of people are off, schools are off, everybody's doing their own thing. I'm looking at the traffic right now. There's no cars out there on the road today. People have kind of gotten to that holiday spirit. Finals right? are done. Yeah. You're playing games. Yep. 
Let's play some games that are fun. But let's play some games that matter, okay. right? Let's play some games that matter. And you and I were, were kind of reminiscing, if you will, the other day about the old Big 8 holiday tournament. Now, I never saw the Big 8 holiday tournament. I'm not old enough. I wasn't alive. Or, or I was alive, but I was a, you know, a neophyte. I don't, know I don't even know on, if it right? was real. Right. It feels like urban legend it, at this point. At this point in time, right? Yeah, it really <laughs> does. Like, everybody talks about, oh, the Big 8 holiday tournament was great down at Kemper. Yeah. Did you go? No, but I knew somebody. I, I don't even know if it was real. Right. But. It should be. But it should be. And and we should be doing this with all the conferences. And you might think to yourself, okay, what's the incentive? Well, the incentive's cash. And right now, each conference should do a holiday tournament. The winning team gets a million dollars. Because you don't want to – I don't want to give an automatic bid out. No, I'm not, I'm not ready to do that because then because then you start to think then the devalues the postseason yeah. tournament. You make this, a, season, you make this like, a money grab. Right? So, yeah. So let's do something to to juice conference play. Right. Get everybody excited for conference play. Let's get see, everybody excited. Let's see where these teams stand actually head to head, and yep. then we'll get into conference play and see play a ho- play a holiday tournament with your conference and put money on the line and put money on the line. And we I can do money do, now, right? Yeah, you can you get you can get plenty of sponsors. ESPN would be in for it. You do a quick three day tournaments. That's all you're like, going to need. What's, what's on the line? Well, your school wins a bunch of bucks, and heck, yeah. Players get some too. No, no, it's not even the school. I'm not giving the school a right? cent. I'm giving well, them all I mean, of the schools players. Will only do it if schools get money. Yeah, but that's I'm a saying, fair point. But I'm yeah. saying they get a cut. They yeah. get like a playoff share. You win the thing. Here's your cut. Yeah, here it's it's a million dollar prize for every major conference. So you're talking, you know, how many major conferences get automatic bids into the tournament if you want to do it that way. But I'm thinking of the of the real conferences that matter that people pay attention to, not the Alice Lloyd College conferences of the world. It's probably so, not Power Five, but you could probably go to like. 10. Say 10. Say 10 conferences, Whatever. right? That's a $10 million purse, $1 million a, for each one. I'd watch a Big East. How I'd watch a, you know, great whatever. would those games be? I mean, how great would those games be knowing that a million dollars is on the line for these kids, right? Fantastic. Yeah, that'd be fun. Fantastic. Let's do something like that. Now that NIL's out there. And if I had the money, I'd pony it up. I'd say, I'm going to pay a million dollars. You all get together. And you don't do it in the same city where the postseason tournament is. So maybe you do Oklahoma City. Maybe you do somewhere else. You can bid. You can bid for it. Fine. We whatever play you want to do. Campus, whatever. Do it, do it wherever. But get this kind of stuff done. Because I know as, like, as sports fans, you don't want to watch K-State take on Bradford today. You want to go out there. You want to say. Bradford, not Bradford. Who? Yeah. Bradford. Either way. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to watch that one either, right? <laughs> No. Right? You don't, no. You're not interested in Bradford's that. Bradford's probably worse than Bradford. KU's so. playing Harvard. I don't really care about that game. Here, Here's the well, thing. Well, that increases your uh, education points. It does. That's right. Schooling all about right. education. You now. become smarter right. by playing Harvard. Yes, you do. So it's get, it's by osmosis. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. run down the floor and you're like all the all the smarts right. bounce around. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just think having these, these holiday tournaments, conference tournaments, you can do them the middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're done. Or if you want to do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't care if it competes with the NFL on Monday Night Football. Most of those games have been stinkers anyway. Roll out these holiday tournaments and just have them all over the country. Have eight to ten of them, a million-dollar prize. ESPN would be in on that like it's nobody's business. Yeah. You could find sponsors easily for, for something like that. And it gives the fans something fun to watch, too, man. And, you know, and, it give, and, and the players will play harder than maybe they've ever played before. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And then you'll know where it stands heading into conference yeah. play. Conference play is great. Starts in January, right? Let's give a little... Uh, Give a little juice beforehand. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, love it. absolutely. And from we the can, nine, we can pay people now. So yeah, so we can do cool. it. Yes. Yeah. From the 913, you know, somebody's taking Alice Lloyd and the points on FanDuel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that one's, I don't even know if that one would be on there. Yeah, you know I don't what know. Mean? Like, I'd, I'd have to look. There's no, I mean, there's no, nobody knows who Alice Lloyd is. Do you prefer Moorhead or Alice Lloyd, Josh? Um, I guess Moorhead State, they have a logo on their thing. Okay. So I always Lloyd. prefer Moorhead, right? Yeah. 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 
So, anyway, I just think that's. Do you a- want Liberty or do you want Mac HR? Ooh, liberty, I think. Liberty. I, I, liberty. liberty. Didn't for, didn't um didn't what's his name say that back in the day? Give me Liberty or give me M H A R C. That's correct. I think that's the quote. Yes. Yeah. Give me Liberty or give me Mac HR. Yeah. Who am I? And they, they all chose Liberty. Payne was that Thomas Payne who said that? Mm. Mm. I think it was T Pain. Oh, yeah, well, T Pain. Thomas Nast, maybe. Give me Liberty or give me M A R C. M-A-C-H-R. Come on. Whatever. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.